0: And welcome back to Real Talk Sports with Rico. Today, I will be your host. Uh, Today's show, we are actually talking about the NFL here. I know that the NFL season is set for this Thursday here. So, so excited here. So, I wanted to go ahead and finish off actually some of the... Uh, predictions here in both the AFC West and then the AFC South in this show and then we will actually uh, finish up the AFC here on our next show here guys so without further ado I want to go ahead and first thank Anchor for being our platform I want to thank the sponsors out there put sponsorship on the show and then I want to thank the fans out there who have chimed in on a week-to-week basis here to drive content to the show so without further ado let's go ahead and jump into the AFC West here so this might be one of my uh, most favorite divisions here in the National Football League especially now with the way the rules are set up with you know uh, you know it's a quarterback's league especially when it comes to passing the football It's not really like the uh, NFL of old where you pretty much had, you know, where you used your running back and you pretty much just, it's three yards in a cloud of dust here. And I think that when you look at the AFC West, you're looking at probably some of the best quarterbacks um, in all of football uh, actually reside here in the AFC West here. So, I mean, right now you have Russell Wilson who has just come over to the Denver Broncos, you have Patrick Mahomes over there, you have Derek Carr over there, and then you have Justin Herbert here as well. So that is great quarterback play to go along in this division. So um man, let's start off here I, I with Denver here, this is going to be probably one of the tightest divisions I think in all of football here. Um so yeah, I mean with the Broncos here, obviously there's a lot of excitement here. Uh, they do have Russell Wilson over here that they did get from the Seattle Seahawks here and you know the question is with the Denver Broncos is this enough now you know is Russell Wilson going to be enough now to get this Denver team back to uh, its Super Bowl aspirations here so listen the last time Denver was good they had Peyton Manning okay and Peyton Manning Was not in necessarily uh, the same situation as Russell um, Wilson here coming over um, and coming off a major injury here. But he was coming over from a team in which he had won a Super Bowl with and had spent a lot of time with and obviously had put up some Hall of Fame numbers here. I mean, I think that you could probably say that about Russell Wilson. Um, they do get him here and I guess what you could say would be his prime at this point in time um, he could still get it done with his legs he's obviously a great passer as well you know the question is from the wide receiver standpoint does Denver have enough first and foremost you know Cortland Sutton Jerry Judy KJ Hamler these are the top three here uh, on the depth chart here and The real issue with the wide receiver core to me with Denver is they've all been injured. Um, You know, Jerry Judy, they got him over from Alabama with his big play ability. Um, And the question is, you know, can he get back to those type of uh, big plays that really take the lid off defenses here? So we know Russell Wilson can throw the ball deep for sure. Um, He proved that with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett here. So he will air it out. Uh, The question is, you know, is his receiving core they up for the task okay so that's the number one question mark here and then you know also too they're pretty much starting over from tight end okay so they're they had to go ahead and part ways with their tight end here in the trade to get russell wilson here and at this point in time you know top of the draft or top at the death chart excuse me um you know they have andrew beck coming in here from texas um you know so the question is can he play at an elite level? Okay, so right now he's number one on the death chart here. I know they got the young man here from UCLA, which is currently injured as well. Um, so, you know, they had high hopes for this young man, uh, just drafted him and everything else. And so, you know, that's going to be key, you know, for Russell Wilson too. He's a guy that does like to occasionally kind of dump the football um, off to the tight ends and things like that. So, you know, you have some young tight ends. And then when you look at the running back play here, you look at, uh, I think they have maybe some of the best running backs here in the division. Um, When I look at Javante Williams here coming off a stellar first year out of North Carolina, and then they still have Melvin Gordon as well. Um, So, these are two running backs that I think, um, you know, as a duo, I think they were kind of top in the league here. I think that Russell Wilson is going to need this, um, you know, especially when it comes to setting up the, the play action fake and everything else here. And really, the, the key question is, can they, can they keep Russell Wilson um, upright, you know, because last year, and not just last year, but over the last couple seasons here, playing with Seattle... The one issue um, that they had there was the sacks, the sacks that were given up here. So the protection is going to be key here for the Denver Broncos here. So listen, um, you know, Denver drafted okay in the draft. I mean, when I look at it, um, but, you know, there's those are the question marks, I think, with Denver here moving forward. And it's just do they have enough? Is Russell Wilson going to be really the answer for them? at this point in time that is going to um, kind of take them to the next level here. And so right now, as, as I look at it here, I kind of see Denver maybe, I don't think, man, it's to, I want to say that they probably will be the bottom of the division here. But even if they're bottom of the division here in the AFC West, I think there is a legit chance that they still might actually, um, they might actually make the playoffs still I think that you know they might have the, a good enough record here to make the playoffs here when I look at the schedule here starting off here um, you know I don't think it's necessarily the toughest schedule here uh, starting off with Seattle here in week one that'll be interesting to see uh, then you have Houston then they have San Francisco then they have Vegas and then Indianapolis here so you know the first couple games here first half of the season Uh, Not as tough as it is going to get on the back half of the season where they have Kansas City twice, the Raiders, uh, they have Baltimore, they have Arizona, they have the Chargers here. So the back half of the schedule looks to be a lot tougher for them. But uh, the first half here, I think that, you know, hey, Denver could really pretty much establish themselves, get themselves in a situation here where they could possibly go out here and uh, make the playoffs but I I do at this point in time think that they are probably going to finish last in this division here Um, although I still think that it is possible that they could make the playoffs in this situation Um, but it is going to be a lot of different things are going to have to go well for Denver to just make this thing happen here and so you know my biggest question mark is I just don't know if, if Russell Wilson is enough to really push Denver over the hump here next up uh, the next team here in the AFC um, West that I definitely want to go ahead and talk about is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers here and so you know the Los Angeles Chargers here I I mean obviously they're coming in here with one of the best quarterbacks in the league when you look at it with Justin uh, Herbert here uh, obviously we we clearly know that the pass game is going to be there for you know for the chargers here and then you know from a running back situation i think that the chargers have probably one of the best running backs in the league with austin eckler here um and then when you look at the wider receiving core here uh it starts with keenan allen here uh you know this guy, I think, is a hundred-plus, um, you know, receiver here in the league as far as getting catches for the year. You look at Mike Williams; I think his development here um, has been critical. I think you know he was well worthy of getting the contract that he got here. Um, going into what year? Actually, year six. Wow, it's hard to believe he's been in the league for six years. So, yeah, I mean, going into year six here. Uh, the question for me on the wide receiver core is what is going to happen here with uh, joshua palmer the more you read about him uh the more excited you get here here's a guy that is expected to come in here um, and have a very good year two he had a very good year one i like where they go with the tight end position and bringing in gerald everett here from the rams also played with the seahawks as well so very good there um but more importantly, you know, what the Chargers have done best is they've actually shored up the offensive line here. You know, that was a problem, much like what Russell Wilson faced with Seattle last year. It's just they could not keep um, Justin Herbert up enough. You know, he took a lot of sacks and things like that. So I think that the Chargers did an excellent job here in the draft and going out and getting uh, Zion Johnson here from Boston College. I like that one right there. Um I like the fact that they go out and get uh, Jameer Slayer there out of Georgia in round six. I like that. And then I like the fact that they actually went out there and and picked up some more uh, defensive help here, Um, you know, especially at the defensive tackle and the DB position here. So, um, and then they brought Khalil Mack over as well. So, I mean, I think that the Chargers are in a great position here. you know, you remember last year, the Chargers basically were a stop away from getting into the playoffs with the Raiders here. Um, it's always going to be, you know, a controversy here if they didn't call the timeout. Uh, I think that the Raiders were going to go ahead and run out the, the clock. It was going to be a tie and they were going to let their rivals into the playoffs here. So, you know, I think this is the year that the Chargers get over the hump. Uh, I'd be shocked if they don't make the playoffs in some capacity here. Um, I think that this is the year where finally um, they put aside all the foolishness that they've had before where they couldn't finish games. Uh, Then it was they were getting into the games um, and just, you know, then they were getting beat by teams that they shouldn't get beat by. And I think this is the year that they put it all together here. And I think that offensively, You know, they've got some insurance here that, you know, if Eckler goes down, I think from the running back situation here, I think that you're going to get a better year here from uh, Joshua uh, Kelly. I think that, you know, he's put on some weight here. He looks to be determined here. I think that that was the one thing that he had issues with was holding on to the football here. So I, I like that. And I like the fact that they go out and get Isaiah Isaiah Spiller here in the draft as well out of Texas A&M. I think there's a possibility that he could get some carries. And then, you know, for ultimate backup here, they got Sony Michelle uh, that they just got here who was just cut. So, um i I like where the uh yeah he was just cut by the dolphins actually so i like where the chargers are at here as far as their depth i like what they've added at the wide receiver core i like that they've upped the offensive line here and then they've added to the defensive talent that they already have here so i think this is the year the chargers do turn things around they actually get into the playoffs here um back to their philip river days here so um you know, I don't think that they're going to win this division here. Uh, I like them for possibly a second or third place finish here in the division here, uh, but I do think that for sure they will be in the playoffs this year. Next up here is uh, the 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 Las Vegas Raiders here. I was getting ready to say the Los Angeles Raiders here, but the Las Vegas Raiders here. So. Um, Very interesting here. So first and foremost, they have a new head coach here in Josh McDaniels uh, coming over here from the Patriots here. Uh, But more importantly here on the roster here, you have a very experienced quarterback at Derek Carr who was able to lead the Raiders here to a playoff appearance here last year. They were within, uh, what, five yards here from making uh, a run here in the playoffs and actually knocking off the Bengals who went on to have a magical run. Uh, to the Super Bowl here so listen uh, you know you know what you're gonna get from Derek Carr Uh, I think this is the year that finally people uh, people who were uh, lukewarm about Derek Carr I I think they get hot this year I think that I think that Derek Carr shows that um, he can definitely be an elite quarterback in this league Um, I think that he's often forgotten uh, for whatever reason but he's a very solid quarterback I see him being at an MVP level this year, uh, simply because I think he's playing with probably the best wide receivers that he's played with since he's been in the league. Um, starting with Devontae Adams here, you know what he could do. You saw what he did with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers here. But how about Hunter Renfro here, who probably had one of the best seasons, quiet seasons, Um quite some time at the wide receiver standpoint and i think he was probably overshadowed by you know the elite wide receiver play from cooper Cup there with the rams but hey hunter had a terrific season here i like the fact that they've added tyler johnson coming over here from the bucks so he's got some experience here um got mac Hollins out there at wide receiver here but more importantly look what they have at the tight end position here they're going to get darren waller hopefully back healthy here Uh, You got Foster Monroe as well. And then I love what they did from the running back standpoint here. I mean, Josh Jacobs here is at the end of his rookie uh, contract here. He's in a uh, prove-it-to-me year. I think he's determined to make it happen. And I love the fact that they have uh, Zamir White here coming over. And they brought Brandon Bolden from New England here. So I think that this is maybe one of the best running back. Uh, situations too that Derek Carr has ever had as well so I expect for the play action fake to be there uh, for them as well so I I think that I think the Raiders are in some great uh, shape here the only question that I have is defensively Uh, defensively I I feel like they probably left a lot on the table here I don't think that they necessarily went out there and really kind of addressed some of the things that they needed to here, especially from the interior D-line standpoint. Um, I think that they could have got a little bit better there, um, although I do like what they got in the draft in round five with uh, Matthew Butler there like that. Um, you know, But I think you know, they probably maybe wanted to address a little bit more with their inside linebacker play there. Um, I think that that was kind of a huge void that I expected them to kind of address there. And I just, you know, again, I'm not sure, you know, with a lot of the, the other defensive tackles that they brought in here with the draft and everything else. So, you know, I'm curious to see how this defense bends because you can score a lot of points, but you're obviously gonna have to get some stops here. Um, you know, and that starts with creating pressure up front and then you obviously want to have some good secondary play here as well. So You know, the secondary looks pretty solid here, but I I just have a question here a little bit with the defensive tackles uh, and, you know, a lot of the inside linebacker play that, uh, you know, the Raiders really didn't get a chance to address here. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens here with the Raiders. I I think that they are going to have a good year here. Um, I think it would be a huge disappointment if they don't make the playoffs here. Um, You know, I think that they could possibly finish second in this division. I don't think that they're going to finish third in this division, but I I really think that they're probably uh, a second-place team in this division here. And really, I think that they could possibly be first, but they also have the Kansas City Chiefs in this division, and that is the next team that I want to talk about here, which I think will return back to the conference champions here. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will. Even though they have lost um, Tariq Hill here, I think that there's enough Mahomes here um, that will definitely uh, be able to make up for not having Tariq Hill. And the question is you know, with Juju Smith Schuster here, he was injured with the Raiders, and now you wonder if healthy, can Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes get this guy back to the elite level that he was at? Uh, many believe he's still in his prime here, so this could be a great pickup here with juju smith schuster you look at the fact that they um also get uh, scantling coming over from the green bay packers here so uh, you got mbs there coming over um so he was supposed to be a big play guy for the packers never quite materialized but hey maybe it is his year you know what you're already getting with uh hardman there you know what he he kind of brings to the table here sky moore has looked very very good here Uh, In the preseason play, you know what you're getting from Travis Kelsey here. Um, There's a lot of buzz here about uh, Jody Fortson here. He's looked good at the tight end position. Uh, There's some real talk that he might be a red zone threat here. So, uh, quiet as this kept, man. I I mean, I I know offensively, the Chiefs have been able to get you in a lot of different ways. But I think that, you know, maybe with the exit of Tyreek Hill, uh, you're going to see even more uh, play creativity here with the uh, Chiefs here so I think they're going to be dangerous here you look at the running back play I think that they got a lot better um, you know they bring Ronald Jones over here from the Buccaneers uh, they got Clyde Edwards uh, Hilar here who I know he's been injured but hey it, even if he goes down I like what they have at running back they still have Jerick McKinnon and then they have uh, the young man here from Rutgers uh, that quiet is kept. I think he tied the, the, the fastest 40 mark uh, in the combine here. The combine. Uh, Isaiah. Um, I'm not sure his last name. I'm not even going to say it. But I know he played at the Rutgers. I know that uh, this young man has done a terrific job here in preseason. I think he's actually led the Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken, in rushing yards here. Um And I think that there's a real buzz that this guy can, you know, make plays as a kick returner. Uh, He can pick up the blitz well. Uh, He's known as a running back, man, that has all speed and no breaks here. So, quiet as his kept, man, this guy might be... He could be the starter, folks. Uh, You know, like I said, he's played with the Rutgers here. You can go look him up. I think that he has a legit chance of making an impact here and kind of opening it up here for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Might be a situation where this might be the best run game that Patrick Mahomes has ever played with. So, uh, curious to see what happens here. So, um, with that being said, I think that when you look at the Chiefs and you look at what they did from a draft standpoint, this is where you get very very excited with them and i think that they probably had the best draft i think in all of this division here um we talked about sky Moore here um i think that he's going to be outstanding here the young uh, man out of western michigan he's going to be good here we talked about the young man from Rutgers here that they got in round seven here and by the way nine out of the ten players that they drafted did make the roster here um I love what they got here, the young man, the edge rusher here out of Purdue. Um, You know, they say that this guy is kind of like Ryan Kerrigan there that used to play for Washington that just retired. Um, Very consistent, double digit sack guy, which is what the Chiefs needed on defense here. Um, They go out there in the second round, they get uh, Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. Uh, you know, they needed that from a safety standpoint here. Um, they go out and get Joshua Williams out here at cornerback in round four. You love that. I love what they got with Jalen Watson in round seven. Um, and Nazee Johnson out of Marshall at cornerback here. So they went out and got some long-range corners here. They got some heavy hitters as well. Um, defensively, I love what the Chiefs have done here. I, I feel like andy Reed and company really feel like hey we got something special here on the offense even though that we don't have to Hill. so they i think they did a terrific job in utilizing the picks here that they got back in that deal and i like what the chiefs have here I, I expect the chiefs to win this division here um i think that they're going to make a run here i think it's a real possibility that we do actually see them in the super bowl here so um, you know, in my thoughts here with the AFC West, if I could pick it right now, I have the Chiefs winning this division here. Um, I have it followed by the Raiders, Chargers, Denver. And I think it's, I, I just really think it's possible that somehow, some way, I, I don't know if all teams make the playoffs here. I just think that all teams legitimately have a chance to make the playoffs here. I, I don't know how... But I'm telling you, I think that this division is loaded in the AFC. Um, so next up here, let's move over here to the um, to the AFC South here. I believe that's a division that we have actually not talked about here. And I wanted to make sure that we get all of these previews in here before we actually uh, jump into the NFL season. So yeah, let's jump over here to uh, the NFC South and let's start off here with the Tennessee uh, Titans here so interesting enough here I mean Tennessee despite losing a lot of people here um, last season due to injury and everything else they were able to go out here and make it happen um, in the playoffs like they were still able to get a really good seed here Um, if you remember Derrick Henry was out the first time he had lost um, a lot of time here with his foot you know it broke his foot in half or whatever the case may be and actually came back and was pretty effective in that game and really they had a chance there but they threw a lot of interceptions and things like that so listen um first and foremost let's take a look at the roster so obviously the first thing that we see here is the fact that they get Malik Willis here out of Liberty um I liked this tape I like what you see in the preseason. He can make plays here. I think that he's going to push Ryan Tannehill. And I think that essentially the Titans have put themselves in a situation where uh, they have their quarterback of the future with Malik Willis. I think that he's shown enough that he can get it done here. Uh, Running back play here. Obviously, you know what you're getting with Derrick, uh, Derrick Henry here. So we know what he can do. Um, Essentially, you're hoping he's healthy here. He has reached that pivotal six-year. He's moving into a seventh year so you hope that um, there's no decline here. Um, But, you know, I like what they got here with Haseen um, Hackens coming over here from Michigan. I think that if Derrick Henry goes down, this young man's going to see um, a lot of playing time here. They get Julius Chestnut as well. Um, So I think that that might be big. He's a rookie coming in here. And then, you know, you have some questions here. They bring in Cal Phillips here. He's a young man that everybody's been talking about. He seems to be getting open all the time here in practice. Um, Is he going to make uh, a real impact here? Robert Woods made his first appearance back from the knee injury that he suffered there with the Rams. You know what you get there. He plays hard, the experience. And then... You get uh, um, Traylon Burks here coming out of Arkansas here. So, um, you know, here's a young man that's coming in. He's replacing A.J. Brown. They got rid of Julio Jones here um, at tight end. They bring over Austin Hooper here. He's your starter. Um, he's had some moments as well. So, they've retooled. They retooled a bit on the offensive end, they've gotten younger here have the titans here you know the question is is it enough to win this division is it enough to win this division so i think based off the fact that they lost a lot of pieces and they're not sure what they want to do with ryan Tannehill, i think that they did a good job here as far as reloading here and getting themselves set uh for the immediate uh, future and also, too, for a later future as well. So I, I like what the, the Titans have done here in the draft here. I talked about Malik Willis. I talked about Cal Phillips. I talked about the running back play here. Um, you know, they get Theo Jackson here out of Tennessee in round six. I like the fact that they bring in Chance Campbell here, at linebacker out of Ole Miss here. Um, yeah, I mean, looks like to me the titans have kind of revamped that defense as well here um bottom line is i think that coach berber went out and got some people here that are going to fit his system here so i like the titans in this one um man they're just so young to pick them to win this division that that's my only thing i think it's just the youth um Man, I'm going to wait and go through all the teams here. And basically, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick who I think is going to win this division. Next up here, let's go over to the Indianapolis Colts here. So, um, man, I, the Indianapolis Colts here, obviously, I think that they have the best running back. Um, not only in the, 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 well, I can't say in the division, but maybe in all of football. Okay, so he's right there with Derrick Henry. You probably have the best running backs in all of the NFL in this division here. So um, that's a plus for the Indianapolis Colts here. The problem here with them is just the fact of uh, you know, what what are they going to do from a quarterback situation is is Matt Ryan, does he still have something left in the tank here? They've obviously moved over from, from Carson Wentz here. They never really addressed uh, going out there and getting – legit quarterback in the draft and right now they have Nick Foles over here they have Sam Ellinger over here Um, they do have Naheem Hines who they didn't really use last year the question is are they going to use him this year Um, you know looking at the wide receiver standpoint they really didn't kind of up the game there you still have uh, Michael Pittman Jr. here who I think is ready for a breakout season and you have Paris Campbell out there um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially really it. They did bring over uh, Alex Pierce here out of Cincinnati. Um, that was actually their round two pick. So that was their you know, first pick in the draft there. Um, you know, kind of looking at what they did from, you know, the draft standpoint, didn't really have a clear mission. I, I mean, they did go out and pick up Nick Cross here, the safety out of Maryland. They do go out here and pick up uh Jelaine Woods here out of Virginia tight end here. I, I guess I can see that a little bit here because the consistency at the tight end was up and down. Um, but they do have Mole Ali Cox here coming back and actually is listed as number one on the death chart here. So um, <laughs> I I don't know if Indianapolis makes the playoffs this year. I I think that they actually are going to have the same results that they had last year. I think that they're going to find out that it wasn't just Carson Wentz here. I think that the Colts just have so many holes on this thing. And I think that the bottom line is that they really haven't made the offense that much more explosive. Defensively, I don't think that they went out there and got... uh, anything on the defense that's actually going to uh, change the course of games here. They didn't really address the fact that they needed some edge rushers here. i um, not sure how I feel about the back half um, as far as the secondary is concerned here. Um, I do like the fact that they did bring Steph, Stephen, uh, Stephen Gilmore over here. Uh, the former Patriots, so that may help him here, although he is into his 11th year here, so um and then they have a lot of rookies here man we we talked about Nick Cross coming over here um they have Trevor Demol, the rookie uh here they have Rodney Thomas here so man they have a lot of rookies and they're on the defensive side of the football so I think that that's going to be tough for the Colts here I, I think that this is a year that they're going to struggle I don't see them making the playoffs here um, I think it is an upgrade here quarterback with Matt Ryan but I just don't think that they did enough here or really added enough from a free agent standpoint here to change their course and what's gonna happen to them so I don't see them making the playoffs here next up here uh, let's talk about the next team over here in the AFC South let's let's talk about here the Jacksonville Jaguars here so Okay, so with the Jags here, this is going to be interesting because you have Doug Peterson, who is now the uh, head coach there. The last time Doug Peterson had a young quarterback, he had Carson Wentz. The last time he had Carson Wentz, um, they made it to the Super Bowl, and they won. So I think that Jacksonville is thinking that, hey, they're going to get something similar here. Um, they're feeling that you know Doug Peterson is going to be able to come in here work is magic here with Trevor Lawrence who if you go back and look at the highlights you look at the clips you look at the statistics the analytics whatever his last four or five games you know six whatever it was that once they fired Urban Meyer he was in a good situation here he's in a very good situation he looked very good he looked everything the part of a number one pick here um you know so the question is what have they done from a roster standpoint here so when you look at the wide receiver core, they have Christian Kirk there. They have brought over Marvin Jones Jr. here, um, you know, in another year here. But aside from that, man, they've got some uh, some unknowns here. You know, they have Zay Jones over here. They have Tim Tim Jones as well. Um, so they're they're pretty young at the wide receiver core for the most part. You know, with that, and they've got some guys here that um, you know, to me, haven't really made a huge splash. Um, you know, they do have uh, Kendrick Pryor here, the rookie that they got out of Wisconsin here. Uh, he's on the charts there. You got Tim Jones, who's just entering year two here. Um, and then you have Willie Johnson here for Marshall. He's a rookie as well. So very young at the wide receiver core. Uh tight end here. You know what you get with Dan Arnold here. Um, Evan Ingram, you're getting a guy that uh, I believe he was once a uh maybe a rookie of the year candidate when he was playing with the giants here. The question is, can he stay healthy? So I think they've upgraded there. Uh, they did go out and get some help here at the offensive line standpoint. They get uh, Luke Fortner here, a rookie out of Kentucky in the draft here. Um, they got guys here entering into year two and three. So the line should be a little bit more experienced here. Um, but you know, really when you look at the skills position, you look at, um, the fact that they get the young man out of Clemson back off the ACL they brought over uh, Jamichael Hasty, who had a pretty good year with the San Francisco 49ers and they still have James Robinson over here as well so um, listen they've upgraded enough at the position Um, I know you'd probably give them a solid maybe B minus here in the draft but hey I like what they went out and did they went out and got uh, even some more running back help with uh, Snoop Connor here out of Ole Miss. They went out and got some cornerbacks here uh, to help them in the secondary in round six and seven. And they went out here in round one, they go out there and get uh, Trayvon Walker, the defensive end out of Georgia here. Um, So that was a great pick. They get Dev Lloyd here out of Utah as well. Um, So, defensively they're going to be solid here defensively they're going to be solid the question is can Doug Peterson bring back that fast break offense that he gave Philadelphia and bring it to the uh to the Jaguars here so so far to me Trevor Lawrence has looked good um I think that this is a situation where it could be his breakout year if you are playing fantasy football many people will feel like hey this is going to be a breakout year for Trevor Lawrence um Can I say that it's going to be a playoff year? Oh, man, I don't know about that. But I could possibly see this team getting eight wins. It is a possibility. It's a real possibility that they get eight wins. Um, Is it enough to get to the playoffs? Uh, That's tough. That's tough for me to to, to say that they're going to make the playoffs here. I think they're going to be in a much better situation than they were a year ago. Um, But I'm not sure if they're going to make the playoffs here. Um, But again, we'll go over one more team here. And then what I'm going to do is just kind of go top to bottom here. Next up, I'm going to go with uh, looks like the Houston Texans. They are the last team to talk about here in the uh, NFC South here. And so in this situation, looking at the Houston Texans here, um, Houston is 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 very young. I mean super young i think that it's good that they've moved on from deshaun watson here um i love the fact that they have coach smith back here used to coach with the bears here um they had a pretty solid draft here you know looking at what they did here i love what they get with uh Derek stingley junior cornerback here uh, pick number three i thought that that was an outstanding pick value pick here um They get Keon Green here out of Texas A&M. You know, it's going to help protect your young quarterback here. I like that they get Jalen Pierce here out of Baylor. So they add um, some more defensive back help here. Um, They went out here um, and got uh, John Mitchie III here uh, out of Alabama. I think once he comes back he's going to be terrific there wide receiver i think he's going to help out um dalvin cook there and then i think one of the most valuable picks here that they got to me in round four um, a young man damian pierce here out of florida to me he reminds me a lot of what aaron foster did and aaron foster was undrafted so Listen, I think the Texans did a lot of great things here. I think that they found the wide receiver of the future. They're going to be able to protect their quarterback. They got a lot better on the defensive side of the ball, which you remember Coach uh, Lovey Smith when he was with the Bears. They had a great defense. And it looks like he's laying that groundwork here with the Texans. So, listen, it it, it might be a tough year. It, It probably is. But I can guarantee you it's not going to be as tough as it was last year. You know, I think that you're going to see some upsets here with the Texans. Uh, I think they're going to hang in a lot more football games here. I think that you're going to see these young guys compete at a high level here. Um, Although I don't think it's going to be enough. You know, I think Davis Mills, he has a good year. I like the fact that they bring Cal Allen over from Washington. I think he's a good backup here. Um... You know, from the wide receiver core, you got Nico Collins, Chris Moore, Tyler Johnson here, uh, Philip Dorsett III. Those guys are going to have to step up. They brought over O.J. Howard, who was cut, and now he's going to be playing tight end. So they're adding some veterans here. I think right now they're just, they're very young. I think they're still, you know, maybe a year or two out. But I do expect the Texans to compete. Um, But I think that they're probably going to be um, the worst in the division. So I'll go ahead and um, start here. So I think, and looking at all the teams and going back here, I think Tennessee still wins the division. Okay, I think that they still win the division. Uh, I'm not sure if Ryan Tannehill is the starter by the end of the year. I think that next you'll probably see the Indianapolis Colts finish second in this division. Um, Although I think it's going to be tight. I think that it is a real possibility that Jacksonville, um, the Jaguars could overtake the Indianapolis Colts in this thing. Uh, Because I think that they have probably a better running back and quarterback play here. So, uh, respectively here, I think that perhaps the Jacksonville Jaguars actually finish Actually, I'm going to pick them second. I'm going to pick the Colts third in this division. And then I'm going to pick Houston to finish last in the AFC South here. So um, that is today's show here. Uh, We just wanted to go ahead and talk about the AFC South and then the AFC West here. On the next show here, we will be talking about the AFC North as that'll be the last division here. Uh, in football that we were actually talking about before the Thursday night opener here. And then, you know, I want to talk a little bit here about the NBA trade that took place here um, with the Donovan Mitchell situation and and kind of what that means as well. So that'll be on the next show. So as we go ahead and get ready to wrap it up, I want to go ahead and thank uh, anchor for being our platform. I want to thank the sponsors out there, put sponsorship on the show And then I want to thank the fans out there who have listened to us on a week-to-week basis here. So this is Rico with Real Talk Sports. We'll be back with another show. Take care.